This podcast was produced by Sean Weston Media. Do you miss our intro? I think it was a bit short-term thinking of us to get rid of our intro. What do you mean the bit where I say this is... Bum, 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 bum. Well, we've still got the jingle. We've still got the jingle, but we okay. don't have that you know, repetitive intro I used to what say. What does the data tell us? Do people like the jingle? Should it come back? Well, how many of those uh, people have mentioned the intro? Zero. That's true. So I'll go up when someone mentions it, perhaps listening out there now... If you want the return of the intro, just let us know. Okay. Otherwise, it is on permanent hiatus. You were changing it because your long-term sanity required that you didn't say ah, those words again. I see where you're going here. My long-term sanity, I thought ahead far enough to think that this is really going to bug me down the line. Yeah. Are we talking about down the line stuff? Down the line. Oh, go on. What's your, what's your thoughts on short-term thinking at the moment? Do you feel there is... We're in a global pandemic where businesses are really struggling. How much do you think people are thinking longer term or are they just thinking in the moment? I, I do think we can get caught up in what we're told because yeah. what we're told isn't necessarily the truth. It's just what people want to sell headlines off hmm. or, or, or get agitated about with no particular grounds for it. But I do think there is an element of people getting caught up in the short-termism of the pandemic and company decisions come into that I think I do too it's interesting because I think a lot of us thought the pandemic would be quite short-term but we're coming up to a year of this way of being right now and obviously we all reacted in different ways when it first happened so we made maybe some short-term decisions that maybe come back to haunt us a little bit in the way we acted as organizations can you name, can you, can you give an example? I mean, I guess, you know, the support that we've given people, maybe relaxing policies, processes, you know, it's okay not to have delivered something, that sort of thing. So we kind of relax maybe some of those business rules that we follow in the short term to help people, which is great. But when something goes longer term, let's say your business isn't doing well, how do you remove some of those things that maybe people have had? Well, you would hope that the people that had the benefits of the short-term thinking, realised that it was only for a short-term mm. moment. And that have you have you found that there are expectations for those decisions to continue? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think it's, it's very easy to think that way, isn't it? Because something becomes the new norm because the actual outside influence hasn't changed. So as comms people, how do we get people looking forward when it's hard to get out at the moment? Well, that's a real challenge because we're assuming that communications teams also see things long term but there's short termism in every department across mm. every uh, specialism isn't there and communications included yeah absolutely i think it's our job as professionals though to look beyond something and to see how how do you come out the other end and how do you move back to plan mm. so i think that's a really important thing that we have to do i'm going to use um, a popular british high street brand here so for our american listeners um we have a store called John Lewis and they're a retailer they've been around how long have they been around? Oh, oh 100 years 100, I guess. 100 maybe years longer so, if not longer yeah and it's a reputable brand sort of that sort of lifestyle aspirational brand and it's been a high street staple for many many years it also runs a business model whereby the employees are partners so they all have uh, an interest Vote. Say that again? A vote, an interest. A vote, an interest in the company. They're all shareholders, basically, of the company. 
And there are pros and cons to that, aren't there? Because in what we're talking about now, when a company needs to act quickly, say during a pandemic or something happens, and you need to make quick decisions, John Lewis has shown that it's been a little slow to make those decisions than other businesses. Hmm. So their agility isn't quite as good, even though some would put them on a pedestal to say, oh, this is how you should run a democratic company. But because they have so many voices and uh, people who've been there longer term, I think there's more short-termism in mm. John Lewis than there may be in another retail brand where they make decisions very, very quickly. Yeah, I think there's a lot of examples, particularly in retail, isn't there, where you've seen the rise of a lot of these online-only clothing brands that offer something much more on, online because it is their business model and older retailers are having to compete with people who don't have that old infrastructure yes. to them so they're able to just quickly move forward and do something new you know same day delivery mm. um seeing what it looks like to wear these clothes trying them on free all these things that it's very difficult for an older company to shift and pivot to do isn't yeah. it it took john lewis ages to go contactless mm. when every other retailer had done contactless so it's almost how long does your well-respected brand last when short-term issues hit them and you can't move quickly? Yeah, yeah. I wonder how the John Lewis Communications Department handle, handles itself on the partnership model. That would be interesting to find out. It would, but I think we probably see other examples in other industries, don't we, like banking? Yeah. You know, a lot of upstart banking companies, particularly here in the UK, are offering a fully online service. So there's, they're not really impacted at all by the pandemic in that respect. Yeah. In fact, they're, they're reaping the rewards yeah. of people wanting to digitally bank because they can't go out to their branch mm. because it's closed. Exactly. So they're seeing an uptick in people wanting their services. But the older banks that sort of had the short-term view of nothing's going to change, we're too big to fail kind of thing, they, they are finding out that they don't necessarily have long-term vision. Yeah, absolutely. And if you haven't got that there when something happens like this, that you're still thinking short term what's happening in the next year, mm. then it's game over, isn't it? Yeah. Because where do you go from there? What do you like for long term thinking, personally? I think I maybe like a C plus. I could do better. <laughs> How about you? I Sometimes I'm guilty of too much long-term thinking at the expense of the short-term thinking. You're already planning that retirement. I'm already <laughs> planning way in it. Well, absolutely. I'm, I'm already planning something at how I want something to look a long time from now. And I sometimes skip the thing, the steps needed to, to get there. I guess some companies do that too. I guess loads do. It'd be really interesting to think of organisations that just completely change what they do. Yeah. They really do think, actually, we're going to shut all our shops or we're gonna completely sell a different product but you know we're, i don't know it would be strange if a car company turned around and just said right now no more no more combustion engines or something like that next year that'd be interesting wouldn't yeah. it yeah didn't mercedes already do that i think they did but down the line yeah maybe that's good long-term planning that they know that in 10 years time they won't be doing any more of this stop investment that's clever down with the combustion engine raw all hail the electric motor <laughs> <laughs>